Blog Talk Radio. And that is my signal. Hello, hello everyone out there in the big, big wide world. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, whatever you are. And this is Helena Steiner Hornstein. And just to let you know how to get in touch with me normally, which is my email, Dr. Dr. Helena, my first name, in for short for information at yahoo.com. Or my websites, you know, bodysoulconnection.com is still kind of down, but it's temporary and it's entirely my fault. I wasn't hacked, it was just my ignorance to keep up with uh, registrations, if you say so, and then I haven't had time to, to take care of it. But then I have your inner light, finding your inner light. Make a note of that. www findingyourinnerlight.com. That one should be working, at least it did yesterday when I looked up. And yes, we are going to talk about breakups. What a sad thing to talk about during these happy times. But you know, there's so many of you right now who feel alone. And that they feel kind of separated from those they would like to be together with because this is kind of a time of celebration. For me, Christmas, and I've always celebrated Christmas since this is what my family did big time, four generations, that uh, Christmas to me starts not at Christmas Christmas the 24th and the 25th. Christmas for me is as from the first Sunday of Advent. And then I light my first candle and now it's Christmas to me. And I have my Christmas tree up and I feel Christmas. I just have it somehow in my mind. A time when everything is supposed to be beautifully decorated and we have this feeling of of love within us. Maybe it sounds a little bit overly this and that for some people. And you know, it's very hard to please everyone. And I, I love your emails. And please, please, please send me emails. And if you don't hear from me for some time, it's because I haven't had many enough who write me. <laughs> I like to have comments. But then the comments can be sometimes that, oh, they don't like what I have said. And I can have someone else who says about the same program, oh, I loved everything you said in this show. So you cannot please 100% of the people all the time. And you cannot please 100% of the people. This is something we all should know, that it's not that we have not succeeded. It's just you cannot please everyone. Even if you cook the best of meals, you will always have someone, ah, I've had it better. Because this is the way it is. <laughs> so you have to start to have something in your head, and that is an open mind. And you have to put your priorities first. What is it you like? 
What is your preferred? Well, you prefer certain things that suit you and that make you happy. So that is how you should live your life. Sometimes in all this, that's why breakups happen. Yeah, they happen. And there are all kinds of breakups. It's not necessarily you and another person. It can be, I'm not talking about dying now. I'm not talking about that kind of grief, a breakup. I'm talking about breakups between people who are both alive. And that is a different thing. But then also breakups when it comes to your work, your place of work. Suddenly you might just be fired and it's not your fault at all. Sometimes you just are let go. And you feel down and you feel angry and you have all those emotions are coming over you. Well, other times you might just have to leave your city or your village or your country for various reasons again. And you feel again that breakup from something that was really, really part of you. But again, put your priority. Who are you? Talk to yourself. Begin to create some kind of self-worth about you and what you are about. So in a regular breakup, you know, you were not a person. Don't get caught in that kind of tangled and confused state of mind where you feel low and depressed and not wanted and you have all those questions going through your mind. Why, why, oh, why, oh, why? What did I do wrong? How did that happen? What did I do? What was wrong? And you go on and on and put that blame on yourself. Oh, please, don't ever do that. Don't put blame on you for certain things. Somehow, sometimes, are just not meant to be. I hear this all the time. Oh, what did I do wrong? Well, I'm wondering that myself sometimes. What did I do wrong now? Or you just blame God. You know, I wonder why did my homes page suddenly drop down? <laughs> my body so connection.com. Why did it disappear? So then I checked out. Oh, my God. Maybe it's back to me. Maybe, oh, I didn't do this and that. And that's what happens sometimes, that we are part of something where we are just playing a role in a bigger bigger program somehow. And suddenly things just go a little bit wrong. And then you have to start it over again. But, you know, It's so easy to get into this kind of mind of chaos and then all those emotions go through you of anger. You get so angry. And then you start to hate things. You have to hate the other side. But, you know, hate and love is very much the same emotion. So if you hate it, it means, oh, you have that love that was hurt. That is what it is. And then you have the regrets and you start to miss And then the grief is coming up. And you feel sorry for yourself. That's another point. Don't feel sorry for yourself. Don't be the victim. 
people are miserable, they are usually victims, meaning not necessarily that they are victims, but they have taken on that role of being a victim. And you can think about you now. Are you a victim? Well, why don't you change things around and start to think victory instead and be a victor, you know, a winner instead? You can do that. I have done that. And, of course, I'm not different. I, I have the same problems like everyone else has. And, you know, it takes extra work. But then I have put up here as a rule and have it as number one. But then I have, you know, evidently have no, many number ones. So let's just say that, okay, get out and mingle with others. If someone is broke. You have had that breakup with someone. You initiated or he or she did it. But now, don't feel lonely. Don't pull into your shell here and isolate yourself and sit with a burning candle and looking into the candle and feeling, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. (laughs) I'm now going to be by myself. No. Go out and mingle with others. And, you know, and you say, oh, I don't know, and many others. Well, go to stores, all kinds of stores. Go and pretend you're shopping for shoes in the department store and look around at shoes and pretend, oh, those would be good for this and that and so on. And then someone comes up and asks, can I help you? And you say, you know, I need shoes for dancing, but... I'm just looking around right now. I want to take my time. And you continue to walk around and just look at things, or red shoes now, or whatever you feel you want to look at. And mingle. And just now, shopping malls are great places when you feel lonely and alone. I've heard this from so many people. They go to shopping malls. So when you look at all those people in shopping malls, I wonder how many of them are out there only because they feel deserted and maybe a little low. But it's a good place to go to. I heard from a man that when he feels lonely, he goes to Walmart. (laughs) I don't know why just Walmart, I think Home Depot is better. You have more guys there. That's what I go, the place I go to. But now I happen to be that kind of person that I really feel my smile. It's my capital. And it's not something that I just put on. I love smiling. I can be by myself and suddenly just start smiling. A smile takes you a long way. So when you go out and mingle with others, be inventive. Start to smile at people. And it's amazing how many people come up to you. I actually have had that happen to me. But people have come up to me and said, you shine. Can I shake your hand? And I said, oh, yeah. Of course. Hello, how are you doing? Have a nice day. And we have continued. So it's not been some kind of pickup method or anything they have been trying. No, it's just been something spontaneous. 
And that's the way, of course, that works for me. But, of course, I work with the light. But even when I'm down, I have to work on that a little bit and put myself in the light because it really, really helps. And when it comes to mingle with others and just to get out, and if you live in a city or in a suburb, and I try that myself, I just have taken the bus. You know, you have buses that commutes into the next subway station or the next, you know, into the city. And I put myself on, on any bus going to, I had no idea, just gone to the end station, stepped out, looked around. I said, oh, I'm happy I don't live here and taken the next bus back to town. And in the meantime, I could look at the scenery. I didn't have to do any driving. I could do a lot of thinking. I had brought always like a pad with me. I could write down thoughts and ideas. And, you know, everything I say in my program comes from me and my own experience. It's not that I sit there and read and study books. Yes, I have my good education. I have my background. But what really counts in life is to hear from the true experience. I know actually how it feels. I've been having all my turns and still do. Things still happen in my life that I don't like because in life things happen. So just keep yourself moving and moving. And again, next point is be as busy and productive as possible. It's a great way to handle a breakup. You be busy. Keep your mind occupied. Develop even a new talent or something. Just do something different that you haven't tried. Maybe go skydiving. You know, well, I'll never do that, you would say. You know, my whole family has been skydiving. <laughs> Well, it just shows what kind of crazy family we are. But, you know, it's just that keeps your mind in a different place. And then your body, you free yourself somehow from your body when you float in the sky, in the air. And that is the point also. Move your body. Move your body. So now you have point one, two, three here. Move your body. And that is part of the next thing. Join a group of some kind. Church. Someone told me the other day, oh, one should judge a church group or whatever you believe in. Join that kind of group. Because usually people are very caring, right, in those groups. So, uh, and make new friends go uh, a, a dance group, tennis group. Choirs, you know, they have all those chorus groups out there. Don't isolate yourself. And that is what we tend to do when we have some kind of problem, when we are alone, so to speak. When we have lost a partner, not through death, but they're talking, you lost a partner who's out there jumping around. Don't now stay alone at home. No. And then maybe you could start also a hobby of some kind. Someone started photography. 
and just made a great thing out of his life, started to take pictures of nature and went out with the camera in the morning on the weekends when he used to be with his girlfriend. And now he had the camera there. And when you have a camera in your hand, it's so easy to find new friends. I don't mean with the flowers and the trees you're taking pictures of, but people talk to you. They want to have conversation with you. Or you might just ask someone who walks by and say, what do you think is the best angle of this? And maybe you could start a new conversation with someone new that time. So try to become an expert in something. Difficult to become an expert in something. All it takes is some focus and concentration, you know, so you can do that. And then I saw that in a movie about the breakup, man, woman, young, of course. And uh, I say that because they're nicer to look at maybe sometimes. <laughs> I think that's why they have it that way in movies. And and the woman said, so when the man went out and he wanted had a new girlfriend and everything was fine. And she just stayed there in her home where she had to move out to a new place. And that was, you know, cheap little place. And she started to eat ice cream and overeat and was getting fatter and fatter and more and more miserable. And then something hit her. One day, she decided, I cannot continue to do this. I have to begin to have a different priority. I have no priority except for him that I lost. It's not worth that anymore. So she said, I'm going to write the book. I always wanted to write the book. And now I don't have to see him anymore, so I have plenty of time. And she started to write the book about her feelings and her experiences. And she added on a lot of imagination and all this. And she wrote and wrote and wrote. And she ended up having a bestseller because it was so heartfelt and so genuine. So our feelings must not take over ourselves. And I saw just a couple of nights ago on Netflix I saw the movie about the Gucci house, you know, Gucci, the handbags and the clothes and the belts and all that. And Mr. Gucci, who was now the owner and president of the whole Gucci empire, was her ex-husband. He had divorced her for someone else with the motivation, I don't love you anymore. And she was absolutely fallen from the sky. She was absolutely beaten down. And now she tried to lower herself coming back to him, tried to catch him at all kinds of moments and interfering in his life, begging for him to take her back, using the children as some kind of bait. And it just went on and on like this. And he turned her down and down and down. And now, She started to hate him. She wanted revenge. She couldn't handle being left on the side again. Like, well, 
being back to nobody. So that mind of hers, that kind of deranged mind of hers, that she had to have him, took over and she hired a killer and had her killer kill her husband for her. True story. This was how good she was killed, you know, on the doorstep. Not on, you know, I'm not confusing with Mr. Versace. No, this was Gucci. And so he died there on the, on the steps before, in front of his office. And, of course, she was caught later on and jailed, put in prison for many, many years until they freed her just for good behavior. She didn't want to be freed because she had never worked in her life. But she had some money, and I don't know what happened to her now, but she's out there, and she's alive. And I'm sure she still must have some kind of regret of what she did or or about her feelings, or she still might have those feelings. But it has destroyed her life. Her children are now married and grown up and live somewhere else in a different country. So why destroy your life for something that is basically not yours to have? Get yourself a new life. Then I have a point. Don't make new enemies. And I've had this happen to me. And I remember a party, and I used to know this couple, and I invited her. But then she said, you know, I cannot come because I have to be away that weekend, so I'm not coming to your party. So I invited her ex-husband instead. I was friends with both of them, and I liked both of them. And then now she got mad with me afterwards. How could you dare? How did you dare invite him? And I said, well, you were not going to do that. Why shouldn't I? He was a friend of mine. He's fun. And she blamed me and just didn't want to be my friend anymore. And that was okay with me. You know, you must not do that, that you get other people involved in your misery and make a side. And you see that out in society, that everyone is now being friends with the woman or the man, depending, of course, who is the most important out there in society, because that's how people, I'm a little bit, you know, crass about this, but this is how society reacts. I say, no, you have to be open-minded and don't expect your friends to take sides. Get yourself someone else new, you know, instead. And don't demand things from your friends. You are on your own all the time. You know, that's just the way it is. Don't make this into a political thing. And number six, you know, belongs to this acceptance of what is. You have to start to accept that there is a breakup. Yes. Start to meditate. And start to set the priority of what you really want. Make your life more enjoyable. And begin to be independent. I know of a woman who was left by her husband. He just took everything from her. And she was left alone with children. It was small. It was very hard. 
But instead of being mad with the whole world, she started to make friends with the whole world and started to talk to other people to see what she could make out of her life. She eventually managed to start her own business. And people helped her because she was nice about things. She didn't start it, oh, you have to hate him, propaganda out there. No. She asked people, please help me one way or the other. I want to continue. And she didn't tell them what they had to do with her ex or anything. She said, you can have him at my, you know, at the same party. Because she wanted to go to those parties and she knew she was going to be excluded if she started to play those games. So you are in charge of you. But the short story, the long story of this is she started her own business in some kind of telemarketing thing. I don't even know what it was. But she made heaps and heaps and heaps of money, much more than what her ex-husband was making. You see, don't underestimate yourself. And that's the next point. Move on. Be open and see beyond the horizon. There. Leave all the old behind. Yes. And there, you know, as I said, see beyond the horizon. There starts something new. Move away from the city, if that is what it takes. Or from the same city, move as far as you can. Sometimes you have children to share and you have to think about it differently. But just do something that will please you. Yes. And make it easy on you in every way. And that starts with you just have to get new habits. Because when you're with someone, it's a habit. He's a habit. She's a habit. Your office was a habit. Everything is a hobbit, habit. And what this is a breakup is just to get rid of a habit. Sounds maybe not so kind, but it is a habit. Everyone becomes a habit. It's just, you know, having people for Christmas or Christmas Eve or Christmas Day that everyone meets together for the holidays. It's a habit. doesn't mean that your world is ending because you're not keeping up with that habit. Get new stuff in your life and keep you emotionally together. Because that's what it all is about, to be open-minded and not to be a victim. And also not to analyze too much and go into, oh, I know how to do this. My psychologist told me, my therapist told me, I have to go, I have to accept the grief there for a while and I have to do this. Move on. Look at the blue sky. Move your body. Act. Breathe in the fresh air. There is so much more you can do about you. And learn a little bit of forgiveness. That's the whole point in itself. Forgiveness. It means you put the good times first. So that is the next point. Yes. Be grateful for the good times. 
cherish the good you had together and what you learned out of it. So this forgiveness thing is, is to let go. It's such a hard thing to, to do. Easy to say, oh, let go of him. He was no good. Oh, you noticed. You know, he cheated on you. So let go of that. Now, just forgive and say, okay. Forgive just means put yourself in the light and send that light to whomever, you know, the one you want to forgive. Just to, in your mind to try to forgive. That's too hard. Just send light. As soon as you have that funny feeling, send light. Send light. Put yourself in the light first and send that light to that person. It's an an important move, you know. And then, like we have the last thing that I would like to say, well, this thing that you have to look at the good moments that you had. But then, for this, point number nine, be grateful. Be grateful. Yes. Be grateful. I want to sit, put a little pling to that because gratitude sets the mood for your future. Whatever you do, wherever you are, put that feeling of gratitude first. If you can listen to this show, be grateful that you can, that you have the eyes to set your computer, that you have a computer that you can hear. Be grateful. There are so many grateful things. There are so many things to be grateful for. Most people somehow put money first in being grateful. And being grateful, in gratitude. Money doesn't come first. Love and light comes first. Good health comes first. How important that you have your good health, that you can walk, you can talk, you can think, that you are part of life around you. There are so many little things and life is like it comes in sec in how should I say in sections. Here you have this. You have one part when it's time to be a child, time to be a student, time to be like trying to be a grown up. <laughs> Try the next part. Now you are having children. You are now going through with your children what you went through with yourself. And this is how life is. And in the end of your life, or of a cycle, you have to be grateful for what you have and what you have learned during your life. Life is actually like schooling, and you keep on graduating. But you know, the schooling goes on and on and on. I wondered myself, for how long do I have to keep on being in the school of life? When will I reap the rewards? (laughs) And, you know, sometimes it comes earlier and sometimes. Then I think, but I've been 
feeding all that fruit all the time. I've been harvesting and harvesting and harvesting. It's just that it seems my fruit is, what I'm going to harvest is changing. It might have been apples in the beginning, but now it comes to, oh no, now it's diamonds, you know. And I mean it, of course, as a metaphor. So, and I want to tell you about one of my friends. I'm not even going to say his first name because he ended up being quite famous in his feet. But we were together for a couple of years. We lived together. It was a wonderful time. I had been married and he had never been married. But we had this really wonderful, amazing relationship together. He had his mind set on his career. I was really more set on being, you know, I wasn't sure what I was set on, you know, producing something in the field of philosophy, you know. I wasn't into healing yet, and I was very, very social. And I kept on writing books, you know, all the time. And I liked doing that. So my goal was just to continue where I was, and he had a very strong goal in mind. And it worked for him also. So we came to the point, where is it going now? And I was actually also, I met someone else. And it came to the point, we had a breakup. But we discussed through that. And we just kind of talked about how we were going to do it, how we were going to tell our friends, and how we were going to tell the families. My family didn't know too much because we were more involved with his family. And, um, and I told him how, what to tell his mother and everything else because I said your mother expected us, you know, to stay together a little longer. So we did this, you know, both with our heads and our hearts. And we didn't want to hurt anyone else. Of course, there was some hurt. Of course, you can never avoid that when you have some kind of emotions involved. But we stopped seeing each other, and I married my, my next husband. <laughs> and I lived my life, and he continued in his field. And eventually, he moved on into his, you know, higher field of, of politics and democracy. Uh, well, uh, he was, he became a diplomat and he, he just moved on in that field. And I had fun watching him on the screen. And he looked so good, you know, and I was so proud of him somehow. And then suddenly I got a letter from him, a handwritten letter. And he had those page up and page down. And he thanked me. You know, in such a gracious way, he thanked me for all I had meant to him. You know, all the wisdom he had been, kind of, which, you know, we didn't realize at the time, but he had learned all these things from me, he said. And he said, each time I was out buying clothes, I was thinking about what you had taught me. Because I had been taught by my first husband, who was this English gentleman who knew all about clothing. So I passed this on to this man. 
And I taught him and taught him, you know, and he looked splendid in that. But he was big enough to give thanks for that. And that is what you should do after the breakup. Give thanks and say, thank you for the good times. Thank you for the memories. And thank you what you added to my life. All that I learned through you. Thank you, thank you for that. And I think that's a very, very good ending of this program. And that is how to handle a breakup. Look at the positive side of it and how you have all those possibilities ahead of you because they are there. They're always, there are always, always new possibilities in front of you, even if it doesn't always look that way at the time. And now we're going to do a little meditation. As I always do, I ended with these light meditations. And it starts with that you start to put yourself in the light. And how do you do that? You just imagine yourself sitting there in a ray of light. You just imagine this ray of light. You close your eyes. You don't have to see the light. You just imagine. Because imagination is everything. And because of this imagination, you are creating light around you. I felt that wave of light, and that's why I took that big breath. I couldn't help it, and it just goes deeper and deeper within me. I put myself in the light. And I don't know if you can hear it, but it went all the way through me. Even that little rumble in my stomach was an effect of the light. And now, this was the third kind of wave of light that came in through me. And it feels so remarkably, remarkably good. Do it. Feel it. Do you know that light I talk about lives within you at all times? This is what I do in my consultations. We release that source of energy within you so you can use that light that is your birth right. You were gifted with this light from the very, very start. This is means to be created in the image of God. Because I see God as love and light. And I take a deep, deep breath now. Feel it. More and more and more light. Yes, more and more light is going through you. And now you imagine yourself in a beautiful garden. A beautiful garden full of bright light. And you can see the light filtered through the leaves in the trees, filtered into the grass from the ground. 
and you take a deep breath again of relaxation, of love and light. I am the light. You almost sing that to yourself. I am the light. I am a shiny light. And you feel better and better and better about you. I am light. Jesus said that. And this is the way. This is your way for all of us. He also said, you can do what I do. Even more so. It's written in the Bible. Just the way it truly is. You are a light. And that is your birthright. And this is what you are worth. Yes. And this is your inspiration. And this is what you put first in your mind. This is the process of thought that you are to nurture within you to think big and better and more and more light in your life. I am the light. And now you sit in the garden and you enjoy all the beauty around before your inner mind, before your inner eye, you see all the flowers. You see a red flower. You begin to feel comfortable within you. You feel secure. You feel grounded. And then you see that light in the sky above you. And you feel so very, very connected to this higher power, way up in the sky. This is your focus, the light up in the sky, away from all darkness. I am a shining light. You feel it and you know it. And now you send Love and light to those you love. And you send love and light to that part of our planet Earth that needs that love and light. You are of the light. Yes, you are a shining light. I am of the light. I feel I'm shining right now. And now, slowly, slowly, you accept the light within you. And you accept that is, that is a place way up in the sky of love and light. And you can focus on that love and light way up high, away from any trouble and darkness. This is who you are, a shiny light. And now slowly, slowly we're coming back to the here and now. One, two, three, four, five, 
you trust. You really, really trust. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Now you open your eyes again and stretch your body and take a deep, deep breath. I hope you enjoyed it today. This is Helena Steiner Hornstein. And please keep in touch. Reach me through my email, Dr. Helena, Helena info, short for information, at yahoo.com, or go to my website, www.findingyourinnerlight.com. Thank you, and have a wonderful day today. Bye-bye.